night of the senior prom, the Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White, the girl no one likes. Oh, sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie! And everyone makes fun of her. in that creepy house with her crazy mother. Help us and you will see the sin of her days and ways. Show her that if she had remained sinless, the curse of blood would never have come on her. The girl with the strange power. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. But tonight, no one will laugh at Carrie. If you don't have a date for the prom next Friday, would you like to go with me? She's with the best-looking boy in the senior class. He's trying to trick me again. She'll be voted queen of the prom. You know, I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie, it will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> a new film by Brian De Palma. Based on the chilling bestseller. Starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, and introducing John Travolta in his first motion picture role. If you have a taste for terror, you have a date with Carrie. How's everyone doing today? We are glad to be back with another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And as always, I'm Johnny. I think I'm Randy. <laughs> maybe. I maybe. I don't know. Let me and, get back to you. And first thing I'm going to say is if you ever watched the trailer, you might as well not watch the movie. I, that's what I was sitting here thinking. I was like, that trailer pretty much tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, it ruined the entire film. Yeah. It just showed everything. So... Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and do the rating. Yeah, uh, the podcast is over. This will be the shortest movie we've ever no. Yeah, so if you just want to uh, watch the movie, don't even watch it. Just watch the trailer and you'll know exactly w- what happens. Two minutes, 15 seconds, you even get a nice little intro. Wow, that trailer, man. It really did it, show it everything. It showed everything. It really did. I'm sitting there watching it as we're recording it and I'm like, dude, there's now when you go watch it, you're not surprised. Yeah. See, and that's what me and you were talking about when we were, uh, was it last week, a couple weeks ago, we went and watched Mortal Kombat? Yeah. And that's what me and you were talking about. Is like I don't want to watch a whole lot of trailers anymore because they always show the good parts, right? And it's like every trailer is a spoiler. Yeah, and that, but yeah, that one really stuck out. I was like, wow, it really did. That so was terrible. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I wonder if that was the original trailer. It said it said original trailer. Hmm. It may. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we are back, and uh, in our town, prom just got over, mm-hmm. and. May is the end of the year prom thing, so. Yep. And one of my daughters went to her first prom, man. She did. Yeah. Ate you up, didn't it? Yeah, it did. You should have seen this guy. He tried to get her to wear one of them old Amish dresses. <laughs> he said, you're going to put a jacket on, right? I wish she'd have got upset like Carrie and just wiped her back No, but uh, this month is dedicated to, like, the prom themes. And, of course, we ha- if you're going to do a prom theme, I guess, horror film, which me and Randy really, I mean, it's labeled as a horror drama. Yeah. And I guess, you know, it, it does have some moments. I think when we all hear horror, we think of like 
slasher or like violence or something. Honestly, to me, the horror in this film was her mom. See, and I think like anytime I think of horror, I think it's scary. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something scary. So, and I know sometimes it's like it's got to be something that's scary for me. The horror in this movie didn't take place until the last 15 minutes. Right, but like I said, but if you honestly stop and put yourself into Carrie's position, yeah, going home to that every day. Oh yeah, her mom was terrifying. Right. Yeah. So it's there's all different types of horror. And honestly, I think for me, I think the book is probably ten times scarier, probably than than the movie is. I've never read it. I've never read it either. But it's Stephen King, so yeah, it's got to be scary. I'm not a book reader, really. Mm, I, I was in high school. <laughs> I think the only book I ever made all the way through was Space Jam. <laughs> really? Yeah. I remember when I was in school, we had these that we would go to the library and we'd get these like, oh. really thin wrestling books. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know, 15, 20 pages and had a bunch of pictures on wrestling. That don't count. I, hey. No, I forgot the only book I've ever I've read Space Jam uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. When I, I never, I never read minute. that one. That's a movie. Yeah. But it was also a book. Yeah, the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. But. I remember in high school, I did read Dreamcatcher, which is another Stephen King. And it took me, like, it, the book is like nine miles wide. Yeah. And I did, I remember I read all that. But when I was a kid, Wayside School is Falling Down was always one of my favorites. Right on. It was a good one. So, Carrie, I haven't seen the film in years. Uh, my mom, it was one of her favorite uh, films. And I don't know if she ever went to theaters to watch it when it first came out, but... Honestly, I never was a great big fan of it. Yeah. For you know, I mean, now like I said, don't get me wrong, I haven't seen it. This first time I've watched it all the way through, I know. Fifteen years, maybe even twenty. See, and for, I mean, it's it's and for me, it's like, and this is kind of what I was telling you. I don't know if it, I don't know if that was the first time I'd ever sat down and watched it from start to finish. Right. Like I know for a fact I've seen parts of the prom and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I really don't know if I've seen this movie. Because there's movies that I've watched that I've never sat down and watched all the way through. But I can tell you the entire movie because I've seen this part here and I've seen this part here. And right. This, you know. But I think this was the first time I actually sat down and watched it all the way through. Well, like I said, it kept my interest from the very beginning. And I did enjoy the film. Like I said, later on we'll get into as far as discussing about recommendation and stuff for it. But uh, it kept my attention. I really, I, I, I did enjoy it. I will say that. Um, so before we go to the summary, we'll go ahead and start with Carrie came out in 1976 and it's a horror slash drama, a screenplay by Stephen King and Lawrence D. Cohen. And this was directed by Brian D. Palma. Uh, the cast, I honestly, I thought they had a pretty good cast. I, I, and for me, I thought the cast was good. And what's really off is being an older movie like this, mm -hmm. usually the acting is kind of off-putting. Right. For the newer days. I think the acting was actually really good in this. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so as far as the cast, uh, Sissy Spacek was Carrie White, which did a fantastic job. She did a great job. job. Great job. Uh, Popper Laurie is Mrs. White, which is Carrie's mother. William Cat is Tommy Ross. Nancy Allen played Chris. And introducing in his very first film, John Travolta, was Billy Nolan. I did not know this was his first movie. Um, Amy Irving was Sue Snell. Priscilla Pointer was Mrs. Snell, her mother. Betty Buckley was Mrs. Collins. And the one and only and the beautiful and talented P.J. Souls was Norma. This guy. P.J. Souls. Man, come on, man. You can't hate on P.J., man. 
You got her and Carrie, Halloween. He's just saying this because he got the meter. The Devil's Rejects. I mean, oh yeah, I forgot you ain't seen Devil's Rejects yet. Nope. Man, she, she's awesome. Totally. I'll take your word for it. You see? Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so, all right, it's time for Randy to hit us with that summary. You want the five-page summary or you want the five-second summary? Look, if I got to direct this whole thing, man, we, come on now. All right, look. <laughs> Carrie White, a shy, friendless teenage girl who is sheltered by her domineering religious mother, unleashes her telekinetic powers after being humiliated by her classmates at her senior prom. That's it? That's it! <laughs> I thought you had a longer one than that. No, nope. that's what she said. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Before we actually get into the film, what was your thoughts, man? My thoughts as I was watching the entire movie. Not, not at the end of the movie. Right. But my thoughts at the beginning and throughout the movie, it was, this is a horror movie? And it's kind of what I was telling you. So for me, it seemed more like a drama. Mm-hmm. But I can see how Carrie's mother is one horror aspect of it because right. she was psychotic. Yeah, you know, through the entire thing. And I remember thinking, I was like, I've seen so many times where, you know, religious zealots and and all that kind of stuff were like crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I, I'm. I, I didn't really classify it a horror as a horror movie until the very end. I enjoyed the movie. I did. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one of the things that we were talking about and we've said before in the past. There's just certain movies that we can watch all the time. And they're just certain movies like, you know, one time is good enough for you know, right. however long. And um, I think that was kind of my, my feel with this one. Where I didn't think the movie was bad and I was actually really impressed with the acting in it being an older movie that it was. But I'm thinking of horror movies. This was 1976. So I'm thinking of movies in that era, and I'm thinking of Michael Myers and, and Halloween. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know how this would stack up with horror movie-wise. Uh, and I know it's one of the more iconic things, but I think it's probably just iconic because it's a Stephen King story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. <clears throat> well, as the movie starts, uh, it shows the girls playing volleyball. And obviously they're in high school. It's a high school uh Volleyball team, or maybe it's just PE. Maybe that's all they're doing. PE. And you know they're doing pretty good. They're bouncing the ball back and forth. Well, you hear somebody says, "Catch it, carry it, hit it." And as soon as it goes to carry, now we're introduced to carry. And you can tell she's a shy girl. She's got her hair covered, her face, you know, and she misses the ball. And dude, they just like totally go off on her <laughs> just because she missed the ball. You know, it was typical high school high school girl bullying. Yeah, basically. And that's not even the credits. That was just showing them. Well, now the credits are rolling. And this is where, I mean, you were like, is this even necessary? Like, it's panning through the women's or the girls' locker mm-hmm. room. And I've asked my wife about this. Girls do not just run around the locker room butt naked and goofing with each other and stuff like that. And see, for me, that scene was just like, yeah, like we were talking, it was unnecessary. I don't, I don't think there was any point in it other than to just show boobs on the screen. But boobs sell. <laughs> boobs do sell. Boobs do sell. But I think at the end of it, when they quit focusing so much on the girls running around the locker room and they focused on Carrie, to me that was awkward beginning. Uh huh. Um, the way she was just like, like she was 
she was taking a shower and stuff like that, but the way she was taking the shower. Yeah. Seemed, and I told you, I said, it seemed like it was something that should have been on at 9 o'clock after, after 9 o'clock in Cinemax. Yeah. It was just, some, it just seemed weird. You heard like, day bow, bow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, bow, chicka, wow, wow. Like, the, well, the camera's panning around, and you know, you see all the, the women or the girls running around, and the camera's panning through them, and then you just see the backside of Carrie. And that's what I'm saying. She's in the shower, and it's got this like, lightful upbeat music going but it's just like i don't know if you if you if i you didn't get the vibe let me know but as she's bathing herself washing herself which i didn't realize it showed her naked in this film it looks like she's really enjoying herself it really does and that's to me that was like the awkward part of it It yeah she wasn't just taking a shower she was taking a shower like it you know but and all the other girls are getting dressed Mm -hmm. and she's the only one left in the shower and then the camera shot gets really close to some areas. And then all of a sudden we see some blood start coming down. And, mm-hmm. you know, automatically you know what it is. Well, Carrie just starts flipping out. She apparently does not know what's going on. She puts her hand down there and, you know, she opens her hand and she realizes she's got blood all over. And she runs out of the shower and she's t- she's asking all of her classmates, help me, help me. And like, she's touching them with the right. hand and stuff. And they're like, somebody get her a tampon. And they're like. Throwing all this, I mean, was it all tampons they were throwing at her? They they start laughing at Towers her. Too. They back her into the shower, and they're throwing tampons at her and maxi pads and and all this. They keep screaming, "Plug it up, plug it up," and and all this kind of stuff. And she's just freaking out. She cowers down in the corner of the shower, and while they're throwing all this stuff on her, and it was like, you think of bullying in high school, that's like old school bullying, right? Just like where the person's just gonna sit there and take it. And, well, we see the gym teacher, Miss yep. Collins. Uh, now she's getting introduced to the film. She comes in, and she's like, "What is going on? What like?" She can tell she's upset, yeah. and they're telling Carrie. And I think, yeah, Sue, which we don't know her name yet, but Sue is standing like next to Tails. It looks like, and she's like, "Carrie got her period." Like she's not cutting up laughing. She's not making a great well, big deal of yeah, it. Yeah, she was throwing some stuff, but she wasn't getting into it as much as right. Like, she was. It was just more kind of like everybody else is doing it. I'll just. Yeah. You know, she got caught up in the moment. And uh, Miss Collins goes in there to the shower, and, of course, Carrie's still flipping out. And she actually smacks Carrie. Yeah, because she didn't know... She didn't know that Carrie didn't know anything about it. Yes. And that's where I think it was confusing for her, because she's like, look, it's your period. You got your period. Chill out. Yeah. And... But you could tell Miss Collins cares for her because she apologized to her, and then she, like, holds her. Yeah. I mean, she's sitting there holding her in the shower naked, and, you know... Right. But, <coughs> excuse me, but all of a sudden she's telling her to get up. You know, Miss Collins like, come on, let's get up. And she, I think she says no, and the light above them busts. Yep. So right there is the first sign of, okay. Something's off. Yeah. And you did you notice, like, I, I, ain't gonna, I like the music in this film, the score. But did you notice every time something happened, it sounded like the Alfred Hitchcock cycle? Ding, yeah. Ding, like, it was that old school, traditional... Scary movie stuff. Slasher sounds. Well, later on it cuts down to, we see Miss Collins and the principal talking. And you can just kind of hear them mumbling because they're not, the camera's not in the room with them. And Carrie's sitting out there and she, but I'm guessing she can hear everything. I think so. <clears throat> but as, as she's listening to them, she's looking out in the hallway and the kids are coming by laughing, pointing at her. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the principal say, you know, um, how does she not know anything about this? And Miss Collins says, I even got caught up. I even smacked her because, 
like you said, she was, yeah. she thought she was just flipping out, and it was like, it ain't no big deal, but she had never heard of her, period. And the whole time, the principal was calling her uh, Casey. Cassie. Or Cassie. Cassie, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Cassie the entire time. And she keeps telling her, Carrie, you know, yeah. Carrie. And finally, he's like, well, call Miss Cassie, and he, she's like, Carrie. <laughs> Carrie comes in, and they're going to send her home. And it's funny because he's like, um, would you like to go to the nurse's station and just take a nap? And Miss Collins like, no, she can just go home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, do you want us to call somebody and get your... No, she can just ride a bus. She can just walk. You know what I'm saying? It's like... like she I, wouldn't give her no chance to help him. Yeah. And the whole time, Carrie is standing there. Of course, like I said, she's always got one eye showing. She's got her hair covered in her face. She's looking down at this ashtray, and you see it shaking a little bit. Yeah. Because she's upset. And every the, time he calls her Cassie, it just yes. She says Carrie and looks down the ashtray, shakes a little bit more. And finally, he does. He he says, I think he says something about okay, uh, Cassie uh, or Cassie, it's time for you to go. And she's like Carrie, and it just busts up, and she runs. Yeah, she she books it. She takes off, which it cuts to how I did like this scene. I got kicked out of. It. I think he laughed too. It shows Carrie walking home now from school. Uh, he gave her a. Um, I must say, early dismissal yeah, thing. Yeah. Excuse. There you go. Excuse absence. She's walking home, and you see this, and I did like the shot. She's walking down the sidewalk, which reminded me of a shot from the original Halloween when yeah. Laurie Strode's walking. That's what I was thinking. And it shows I was up, expecting to see the bush. Yeah. With the puff of smoke. And it, Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it shows all the trees lined up on her left-hand side, and you see this boy on his bicycle, and he's just bobbing and weaving in there. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because right when he cuts around in front of her, he goes, uh, creepy Carrie, creepy Carrie, and he takes off. And you hear the little cycle theme again, and she, she looks over at it, and it just knocks him off his bike. Yeah. And he's laying there, and you can kind of hear him going, huh, huh. <laughs> Like, you know, she she never stops. She just walks by, and she just stares at him and keeps going. Mm-hmm. So we're already learning, okay, she's... She's got something going on with it. Yeah, and I think she's learning how to cope with it, like right. get get control of you know. But... I don't know, that, that that just killed me, but I thought it was hilarious. Especially seeing that kid's look in his face when he's laying on the ground with a bike on top of him. He just starts looking at her. He's like, Ugh. Yeah. And it it cuts now to we're at uh, Miss Snell's home, and her daughter was the one that was, we said, really didn't want to do it, but she threw little things anyway. And Miss Snell hears the door. She goes up the door, and there's Mrs. White, which is Carrie's mom. And pretty much she's there to spread the gospel, mm-hmm. and, which is a good thing. Yeah. We, we need more Jesus in our life. Hallelujah. And But she goes about it like kind of. Yeah. There, it, it's, one, it's one thing to, to, to witness to somebody. And it's another thing. It's like she's like she's on that borderline, you know. There, she's on that borderline of being a religious nut. Yeah. There, I mean, let's get real yeah, about it. You for know? sure. And uh, it's funny because you could tell Miss Snell is kind of like, oh, man, here we go. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm here to spread the good word and, you know, this and that. Well, Miss Snell gets a phone call, so she goes and answers the phone while um, Mrs. White is still in there. And she's got her Bible out and stuff. Well, here comes Miss Snell. She's like, I'm sorry. Uh, I've really got a lot on my plate right now. And she says, here's five. And she stops at $5. She goes, here's $10. <laughs> she goes to donate. <laughs> So, Miss White pretty much got the clue that, okay, she's not wanting to hear all this. I'm just going to go ahead and head out. So, she takes the $10, but it's funny because as she's escorting Mrs. White to the door, Miss White spins around, looks at Miss Snell, and goes, I pray you find Jesus, and just turns around and walks out. 
So, like I said, you can. <clears throat> I'm trying to think how to say it. You really don't know that she's a religious nut just yet, but you can tell that she's pushy with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because there is people out there that's pushy with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So now we're at Carrie's house, and um, Carrie is up in, it looks like the attic, but I guess that's her room. Yeah. And she's up there, and she hears her mama come in, and she goes down to the, or she goes to the top of the steps, and I guess she's listening. Well, the phone rings, and Miss uh, Mrs. White goes up to the phone, answers the phone, and you can tell by her reaction that something ain't good. Right. She hangs up the phone and she says, um, Carrie, I know you're listening. She says, Come on down here. So what it was is I don't I am guessing it was the, the gym teacher. Yeah, Miss mm-hmm. uh Collins was calling, letting her know, hey, your daughter got her period today. This is why she got sent home. And I mean you had to keep rewinding to listen to what they were saying because her mama spoke so softly. Carrie gets down there and she looks at her mama and she says, Yeah, mama, and she says, uh, you're a woman now. Mm-hmm. You know, Carrie, like, that just screwed her up. And I think she's, yeah. What has she got in her hand? It ain't the Bible, is it? It's like a pamphlet or something. It's yeah. like some kind of book. And she says, uh, why didn't you tell me, Mama? And she just smacks her. Mm-hmm. Like, Mrs. White smacks her, uh, smacks Carrie. Carrie falls down and she's crying. And she just keeps saying, why didn't you tell me, Mama? Why didn't you tell me, Mama? And she's making a repeat, like, she's like, the first sin was uh, intercourse. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, Mama, I didn't sin, I didn't sin. But she smacks her in the face with it. Until she says it. Yeah. Yeah. And her whole thing about it is, is she's she's bled, which means she's sinned. Yeah. That's what that's what she's taking from it, her mom is the whole time. Yeah, because her mom said, if you didn't sin, you wouldn't be cursed with this blood. Right. And all that. So, so <sighs> this is the scene where I was like, one, um... What is her real name? Sissy mm-hmm. does a great job with her facial expressions. Yeah. She it's like she can cry on a dime. Mm-hmm. But this is where you could really tell there's physical acting. Mm-hmm. For her to be sitting there and getting taken in smacks, I mean, cause, I mean, there was a lot of smacking in this movie, right? But I mean, just with that pamphlet though, I mean, you know, honestly, you'd be like, all right, now I'm getting annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, exactly. come on. Well, she she keeps trying to convince Carrie that she's sinned, that it's it's all her fault this is happening. Well, Carrie's not necessarily arguing like hateful with her, but she's just you know, Mama, no, I didn't know, I didn't know. And all of a sudden, she grabs her hair and just starts dragging her into this. We don't know what it is, but it's pretty much a, a broom closet. Carrie is kicking and screaming, so now we know. Okay, not only was the smack in the face abusive, but now she's she's mentally and physically abusive to her daughter. And she grabs Carrie, she drags her into the closet, slams it, says, you need to pray. And Carrie's just flipping out, hitting the closet door. She lights a candle. And this, I mean, you pointed out, it looks like a Jesus on a cross. Mm-hmm. But it's like no facial hair, no beard. The eyes are messed up to me. And the hair was off. Yeah. yeah. The hair was weird. And it's got like thumbtacks or something or no, needles. Arrows. It's like little bitty. Oh, was it little arrows? arrows? Yeah. Okay. In, in certain spots of the body. And I was like, that's a creepy looking, like, Jesus figure. And I think you said it was a uh, voodoo doll. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a voodoo doll. You see her light the candle and she starts praying. And later on, it cuts to later on now, you can tell it's nighttime. So she's been in there since school, let out, I guess. Yeah. And I like the camera shots in this where the camera's focusing on the person in front view. And then you can see behind their head. 
it's almost like a, not really a picture in a picture, but it's like a, um, it's like a four picture with a background, mm-hmm. and it's like side by side. Yeah. It, it, at first, it kind of throws you off because you're like, that just looks weird, it's like a weird angle. But then, when you realize what they're trying to do, it, it looks really good. Right, and I, like I said, that's one thing I did like in the film. And you know, Carrie slowly opens the door, and her mama's sitting there sewing, I believe. Yeah. And Carrie comes around, and she, you know, she tells her mama, she says, "Thank you, mama." Now, I'm guessing she's saying that just to kind of ease the tension. Right. And she tells Carrie to go ahead and go to bed. Well, when Carrie goes upstairs to go to bed, Carrie's looking at herself in the mirror. You know, she's she's upset because of all this crap that went down, and. You know, there comes her powers again. All of a sudden, you hear the cycle theme, blink, and the camera breaks. Not the camera, the uh, mirror breaks. Right. Her mama hears it. Her mama comes upstairs, and uh, she's like, "What was that noise?" And Carrie's over there. She on her knees, and she's like, "What noise?" Like she put the glass back up. You know what I'm saying? Into right. the mirror. She's like, "I heard something." She goes, "I'm just praying, mama." <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> "Creepy." Yeah. So. Um. So now it's. We're back. It's the next day. We're in class, and the this teacher is reading a poem. Mm-hmm. Now, did you get weird vibes from this teacher? I didn't at first until Carrie said something, and he started like pretty much mocking Carrie. He yeah, he come across he weird, man. But we find out he's reading this poem, and. Now we're getting introduced to this, which it shows this guy. He's a good-looking guy. Got the long, curly, blonde hair. And it does that shot again where you can see his face, but carry behind him. Mm-hmm. And it's his name's Tommy Ross. And the teacher is like, uh, such a good poem. You know, does anyone have any criticism or any criticizing this, of this poem? And Carrie never looks up. But you see his, you see Tommy's face. So the camera's focused on Tommy's face. And behind him is Carrie. And he's just kind of like smirking a little bit. And she says, it was beautiful. And he smiles even bigger. This one, like you said, the teacher is like, Carrie, Carrie White, beautiful. And he just starts. Yeah, he's pretty much making fun. And it's crazy because thinking about the movie and what you know about it, you know that she gets bullied from the kids, but she kind of gets bullied from the teachers too. Yeah. It's, yeah. And as he's picking on her, Tommy says, "Uh, you suck. But he's saying it to the teacher. Yeah. And the teacher turns around and he goes, what did you say? And then what did he say? He said, oh, oh, shucks. Yeah, oh, shucks. Yeah, because she said it, it was beautiful. You know, he played it off pretty good. But everybody else heard him. You know, they're laughing. So now we, this is my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the whole film. Uh, Miss Collins is talking to all the girls in, in physical ed. She now, did. she had told Carrie back at the principal office, uh, for the next, what she say, a week, you can just go to study hall. Yeah, go to study hall. You're dismissed from. She's got all these girls lined up, and now we're going to get introduced to pretty much the main girls in the film. And she's walking up down. She's pretty much lecturing them. Going off. Y'all should be ashamed. We need more teachers like this. I'm just I'm saying. Telling you, boy, she goes off on them girls. Telling them that she they should be ashamed of what they did to her. And she goes up to. Excuse me. She goes up to Chris. She goes, who's taking you to the prom? She's like, Billy Nolan. And he, 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 she goes, who? Billy Nolan. And she, he, she, and she just kind of looks at her like, who cares? And then she goes down to Sue and she goes, who's taking you to the prom? And she says, uh, Tommy Ross, you know. 
Well, she finally announces, all right, I get to punish y'all. And one of the punishments is, is y'all uh, three days of suspension and you have to give up your prom ticket. Well, they start flipping out. And did she say the school board wouldn't let her do that at first? I can't, see, I can't remember that part. Yeah, I don't remember why she said that they weren't doing it or something like that. But then, uh, you know, she said originally, I think she said a week suspension oh. and then taking the prom tickets. And then they said it was three days of detention, 50 minutes with her. That's it. And if they didn't go to detention, that they'd lose their prom ticket. So it wasn't her that picked us. But she said, I get to pick the punishment. Yeah. She said, so you're going to spend the 50 hours with me. And if you don't, then you're going to lose. You're going to be suspended for three days and lose your ticket. Okay, yep. that's how it was. Yeah. And you can already tell this girl, Chris, is the biggest B word of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And she's even getting into it with Miss no- uh, Collins. But Miss Collins, dude. Man, she ain't no joke. No. She actually, she looked pretty good, too. <laughs> she, she, I mean, you know. <laughs> so, it goes into this montage where she's having them all do these push-ups, sit-ups, uh, jumping jacks, pretty much anything. She's just making them go, go, go. I'm trying to see if, because uh, I want to make sure I don't uh, skip ahead here. Give me a second. Yep. And... Now that shows, like I said, it was probably about a, what, a three-minute scene? With the music playing and stuff? Well, then it goes to Miss Collins. Her back is facing the kids, and she's, like, doing high knee jumps. Mm -hmm. And she's like, come on, and she's getting them going. And you can hear Chris talking to Sue, and she's like, this is bull crap. She can't get away with this. And Sue's like, just shut up, Chris. Like, there ain't nothing you can do about it. She goes, Mm -hmm. the hell I can't. And she storms over there, so Chris goes over there, and when... Miss um, Collins turns around. Chris is in her face, and she pretty much is just being. You can't make us do this. I'm not going to do it no more. She said, "Then you'll give up your prom ticket." And well, she say, "Shove it up your." She starts to say, "Shove it up your AWS," but she mm-hmm. stops. She goes, "Shove it up your hat." Mm-hmm. Dude, Miss Collins walks over there and bow smacks her, and she starts bawling. Chris is bawling. She's like, she can't get away with this. She turns around and looks at all the other girls. She goes, if we stick together, we can do something about this. She can't get away with this, right? And she's like, she asks Norma. She's like, Norma? Norma won't say anything, which is PJ Souls. And then she looks at all the other ones, and then finally <laughs> Sue looks at her and goes, shut up, Chris. <laughs> it almost reminded me of family guys. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> you know? It's like the kid just got tired of her, man. Well, yeah, you would. Yeah, she's a... One person can ruin everything. Oh, yeah. So Chris walks off. She storms off. And I I don't know. Like I said, I I, I just love the teacher. I thought Miss Collins was pretty cool. Yeah. And it's kind of like you were talking about during the movie. Is like she's relatable. Yeah. Because I mean, I remember having it wasn't a female teacher or whatever, but I remember having a PE coach that was kind of like, all right, enough nonsense. Right. He wasn't he wasn't the typical teacher. You know, hey, you can't do this. You know, pat him on the hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, you're being a bonehead. Knock it off. Right. You know, and that's what I mean. You can't do that today. Dude, you can't even kids, freaking kids, look at a kid wrong these days. Kids need their safe space. Uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, and then now it shows uh, Sue. She's at like the, um, I think she's at the football. I think she's on the football field or something. And it shows Tommy walking up to her. Yeah, he's going to run a track. Yeah, and he's like, hey, babe. Like, you know, you, you can actually tell that they're a cool couple. Yeah. Like, you know. And she says, hey, Tommy. She says, I want you to do me a favor. And he says, okay, whatever you, you, know, what you need. And they start, they start to walk up behind the bleachers. She goes, I want you to ask Carrie to the prom. 
So right then I was like, oh, these two dirt bags. And that's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. And it got even worse whenever um, Chris and what's his name, Billy, mm-hmm. they started talking about. And I thought, oh, they're all plotting. Well, this next scene I'm going to let you discuss. Which one is it? Your favorite one, Chris and Billy, Nolan in the car. Oh my gosh, it was. It, it, it's not that part, it's when they're driving. Yeah, it, it was like. So John Travolta, this is when he gets first brought So, this in. is the first time that I realized that I remember that John Travolta was in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, she's over there putting on the makeup and he's just driving and they're going back and forth. Well, this car pulls up beside him and it's uh, uh, buddies or whatever. So, they start talking and he's like, hey, let's go. Let's go over here and meet us over here. And he's he looks over at Chris and he starts looking her up and down. And he's like, no. <laughs> Not going to do it. So he's just kind of, and they're, they're talking bad about him. They throw him a beer. So he opens his beer up. And, while they're driving. While they're driving. And John Travolta has to be the sloppiest beer drinker. I know. That I've ever seen in my life. He takes this big drink and it's kind of dripping down his chin at first. Well, then these girls drive by. They're honking and, and waving at him and all this kind of stuff. Well, he takes another drink, and this dude's got a mound of foam <laughs> all on his mouth. And he's trying to wipe part of it off and other thing. Well, then he looks over again after the girls pull off. And the weirdest part is like this, these cops pull up beside the car, and they're just shining a light right well, in the window. They're while like, they're still driving. While he's yeah. driving and drinking, and the cops just shining the light. And he's like, oh, crap, crap. So he just puts the beer can down. He's trying to wipe the rest of it off. And... um. He's just like he's just like looking and smiling and all this kind of. Well, the cops pull off and he's like, Whew. Well, she gets mad because when he does that, he throws the beer can down and he, I guess he gets it all over her or whatever. Well, she calls him a little shi, and he I, doesn't. I think she calls him a dumb. Sh- yeah, she? yeah. She, he doesn't like it. He don't. He's like, I told you not to call me that. <laughs> yeah. Well, a couple minutes ago they're bickering and she does it again and he smacks her. It's like another one of the smacks. It's right. like a little. It's like a backhand, just like a you know, yeah. like a tap or whatever. Well, she does it again, and he gets pissed off. So he does a U-turn in the middle of the road and takes off the other direction. <laughs> yeah, you don't really... know, you know, what they're going. And he he calls her a uh, a more prominent cuss word, he... f word, you know. Yeah, and takes off. And you don't know where he's going. That's what killed me because he got really upset. He made that U-turn out of nowhere. Yeah, he did. It reminds me of Hancock, where he uh, anytime he gets called an a-hole, he gets really irritated. Mm-hmm. So anytime you call the dude a dump, he gets mad. But it's in just a real quick, a quick clip after he makes the U-turn, it shows uh, Tommy and Sue mm-hmm. and I don't know whose house they're at, but you know, they're just sitting there. It looks like they're doing the schoolwork and Tommy just keeps kind of looking over at Sue while she's doing her work. And he says, all he says is, uh, okay, I'll do it. And that's it. That's the whole scene. Then it cuts right back to Chris and Billy and now they're in the car. They pulled up at the, where, where were they going? I think it's the place that he was invited to from the guys in the car. Oh, okay. I think they ended up, he ended like up going. A, yeah, it was a party. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And she's like messed up. She's bipolar. Like, man. he's like, come on, let's go. And she goes, wait a minute. And she starts taking his hand and kissing his fingers and all this, getting him all hot and bothered. Mm-hmm. And then when he thinks something's about to happen, she stops him. She starts fixing his hair. And he's like, come on. And she calls him a dumb crap again. This is when he slaps the piss out of her. Yeah. Like, he slaps her good. And she just looks at him. And I'm thinking, okay. And he's like, you know, I'm tired of your mouth. I'm tired of you calling me this and that. He starts to get out. She goes, wait, 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 wait. She flips the script and goes right back. Yeah, bipolar. She's she's crazy. So then she starts like kissing. They start making out. She starts unbuttoning his shirt. And she's making her way down to Pleasantville. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. 
But she's talking. She's calling him. She's saying his name the whole time. Uh, Billy. Billy. The whole time. The entire time. That's all, every two seconds. Billy. Oh, Billy. Yeah. Billy. Oh, Billy. Apparently, why she's doing some other things. Yeah. I was like, well, makes okay. no sense. And then finally, she says, uh, "What did she say? Like something about I Carrie. want you. I want you to get, get Carrie or yeah. something. I don't know. You couldn't something understand. about Carrie White. She says something about Carrie White. I I don't remember. I couldn't really tell. And that's the thing we were talking about the music. The music in it was really good, mm-hmm. but there are times where they brought the music in so loud. Yeah. That when the people were talking, you couldn't really hear what they were saying. Yep. And it was that was that was the only thing I didn't care for about the music because I'm pretty sure that was one of the times because the music was going. And it was really hard to make out what she was saying. Well, it cuts to the next morning, that, uh, which she's very persuasive, I'm just going to say. She knew how to get her way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, so now it cuts to, and it shows Carrie in the library. And she's just walking around, getting different books. And she's she's learning that other people can use their mind to move things. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Tommy just comes around the corner, and Tommy Ross. And he's, you know, he's just cutting up with her and, you know, asking how she's doing and See, when I watched it a long time ago, I thought she didn't talk a whole lot, but she does. Like, she has conversations. Yeah. You know, you touch, you shy. Yeah. But he asked her to go to the prom, and without saying anything, she just takes off running. He's like, Carrie, hey. Mm-hmm. And she just takes off running. And now we're back to Miss Collins. It shows her walking down some steps. Well, she just happens to notice that Carrie is sitting by herself, and Carrie looks bothered. So Miss Collins goes over and sits down beside her, and she's like, what's wrong? She goes, I got invited to the prom. And Miss Collins like, that's great. You know, who who who's the lucky guy? And she, she says, Tommy Ross. And she thinks, Carrie thinks it's nothing but a trap and that he's doing it to be mean. And this is where I really like Miss Collins. Because yeah. she's like, there's nothing to be mean about. You are a beautiful woman. And she's like, come here. Right. And she's like, you got to quit thinking about yourself like this. So she takes her into the bathroom. She pulls her hair back. She's like, look at your beautiful eyes. She goes, mascara would look great around him. It'd really show him. Look at the, you know, lipstick. And you can really tell that Miss Collins cares for oh, Carrie. Yeah. For sure. But, like, as she's hugging her, you can see that, like, her facial expression goes from happy to concerned. And then it shows Miss Collins talking to Tommy and Sue. And she's like, I want to know what y'all got set up. And Tommy's like, nothing. And Sue says, I, I asked Tommy to do it. Because I want Carrie to feel normal and I want her to have a good night. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, you both are still like, is it a setup? What's yeah. the deal, you know? Got something planned. And Miss Collins like, don't be playing around with Carrie. Yeah. Don't be doing her dirty. And he tells him, he tells her he's not. So, cuts to, we see Tommy driving and he goes to Carrie's house. And he goes up to the door and he knocks and she answers the door real quick. And Carrie, you know, you touch his head and she keeps looking back. She's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I, I, you know, I wanted to come and ask you if you'll go to the prom. And she says, I said, I can't. And she says, my mother is resting. And she says, you shouldn't be here. And he's like, well, I'm not going to leave until you agree to go to the dance with me. And she's like, I done told you I can't do it. And you hear her mom waking up. And she's like, Carrie? And she keeps calling for her. And she's like, why are you doing this? He goes, I just want to take you out. You know, yeah. I think it'd be fun. So finally, she agrees to it. And he goes, "Okay, I'll pick you up at eight. But by the time he before he can say it, she shuts the door and he goes, "Okay," <laughs> and he he walks off. You know, he's like, "What's wrong with this girl?" Yeah. So then it cuts to now. We see Chris and Billy, and they got a buddy named Freddie, and they're at a I'm gonna say a pig slaughtering. It's like a, big, it's like, it's like a pig farm. A it's pig a farm. Giant pig farm. And they're talking about 
uh, they got a special surprise for Carrie. And they're talking about, you got the bucket, we're going to get the blood, you know. And when they get there, Freddy's all top, man. He's got this big sledgehammer, and he's like, well, we're going to get these piggies, you know. And he's calling them over there and stuff. And when they finally get to do it, he's like, I can't, I can't do it here. You know, and he hands it to John Travolta, which is Billy. And Billy's like, uh, just give me the thing. He gets in there, dude. He starts whacking one of these pigs. Mm-hmm. Of course, they don't show it. Oh, obviously. But so now we know, okay, they, they've got a diabolical scheme they're they going to be something doing. something going on. Yeah. Excuse me. So, and this next scene really aggravates me. It cuts to now it's Carrie and her mom at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And they're eating, looks like dessert now. Yeah, but like, it was like apple... What'd she say? It was apple something. But it's it's but the the way the lighting is in the film, and especially at their house, they just have a single can. They have two candles on the kitchen table, mm-hmm. and all you can really see is like their face, and they're talking. And it's funny, but it made me mad because she did this to her daughter. They're sitting there. She's like, "You haven't touched your apple, whatever." And she's like, "You know, I will, Mama." You know, she's sitting there, and finally she says, uh, "Mama, uh, I got asked to go to the prom." She goes. You got to ask to go to the prom. She goes, yes. She says, uh, by a boy, he's really nice. And that's all she says. And the mama takes her drink and just slings it. And I mean, it like, it takes both the candles out and smacks Carrie right in the mm-hmm. face. And what what was really bad about it, what got on my, what irritated me was the fact that you could tell from Carrie's reaction to it wasn't the first time that something like that happened. That's what, like, yeah. She was just like, she just kind of wiped it off and she kept talking about like, He's a nice boy, mama. And I was like, really? That's yeah. A, that, that's got to be normal. Exactly. That was yeah. That was something that stuck out to mind. And it, it was like, it never made her hesitate or nothing. Yep. She just kept on. He's really nice boy. His name's Billy, you know. And because you know, if someone did it to you, we'd be like, "What the heck?" Yeah, we're you fighting. <laughs> yeah, we're fighting. But her mama is like, "Nope, this ain't gonna happen." Now, is this where uh, she finally shows her mom the first sign that she can move stuff? Kind of. Yeah, because she, it's weird because she walks, her mom walks into the kitchen, she follows her in there, and she shuts the windows. Oh, yeah. And then her mom just kind of backs out in the corner, and then she says, if I concentrate on something hard enough, I can move stuff in my mind and all this kind of stuff. And she's telling Carrie it's the devil taking yeah. over. Yeah. She's like, the devil finally made his way through. She's like, mom, it ain't got nothing to do with the devil. I'm not the only one. There are other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like, because after she, when she scares her mama enough, because she, like you said, she shut every window in the house, she looks, she goes... I don't want to talk about this no more. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's like, it's like at that moment, that's when Carrie was like, you know what? I'm done. You know, I'm done with you. Enough's enough. Enough is enough. Well, then it cuts to, uh, it's back at the high school the next day. And there's Freddie, the guy that was with Billy and Chris the night before getting the pig's blood. And there's this geek, tall geek looking dude named Ernest. And Freddie's like, and he is a talker. Freddie could talk, boy. That boy should be a car salesman. Freddie walks up. He's like, Hey, I wanted to uh, just say I wanted to join the committee. And he's like, where was you last week when I needed you? He's like, I, uh, help decorate. He goes, no, I don't do stuff like that. He said, but I was thinking maybe I could hand out some vouchers, you know, for like Mrs., Mr. and Mrs. Prom uh, Queen and King, you know, and all this. And he's like, ah, yeah, I guess you could do that. And he looks at Freddie. He's like, uh, I'm going to need you to be here. Or no, Freddie says, what time do I need to be here tomorrow or tonight? Is it tonight? I don't know. I think it's tonight. And he goes, Six thirty goes. No, no, that don't work for me. I, uh, I'll be here at eight. <laughs> It'll work, right? He's yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I guess that'll be okay. He's like Freddie's just like do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, and and then the whole time he's doing it, you see Chris standing on top of the stairs listening. 
because you know now they know okay the plan's going you know yeah. um well then you know i think the next scene is them decorating the high school gym and norma which is you know watching i think it's sue and somebody else up there decorating chris tells norma i've got a little surprise for carrie and she but she won't tell norma yeah. and norma's like well well, what is it? What's going on? She goes, no, no. She goes, just tell me. She goes, we're best friends. I ain't going to tell nobody. And it does that classic, well, here, I'll whisper in your ear. Right. right. So now we know Norma's in on it. And so skip a little forward. Carrie's at her house. She's getting ready for a prom. It shows her making her own prom dress, mm-hmm. which she did tell Billy in the library that one of the books she was getting was How to Sew. Yeah. So... She's sewing her prom, or she's making her prom dress. Well, then it shows her actually having it on. And her mom comes upstairs while she's, and, you know, and tell you, man, she's a pretty beautiful little girl when she's yeah. got her hair all made up. And she's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Sissy Spacek is not a, is not hard to look at. I can tell you No, that. no, not at all. And <clears throat> she's up there, and here comes her mama, and she's like, Red. I know you pick red. She goes, it's not red, Mom. It's pink. Talking about her dress. Yeah. And she's like, look at this corsage that Billy gave me. And she starts flipping out her mom. She's like, why don't we just, you let me answer the door. I'll tell him that you're sick. And she's like, no, Mama. She <laughs> says, I can see your dirty pillows. Oh, Everybody yeah. Everybody will be able to see your dirty pillows. I forgot about that. Yeah. She said, they're breasts, Mama. Every woman has them. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's looking at the corsage. Yeah. yeah. The camera even pans down to her breast to show that. I thought she said her. Uh, I can they can see I can see your dirty thumbs. I was like, is that what, is, I was like, is that what you call nipples? <laughs> it was like, oh, let, rewind it. I don't think she said pillows. I think she said thumbs. And I was like, no, nah, it was pillows. Yeah, we rewound it what three times. But uh, <laughs> anyway, she's flipping out, and of course the the music hits real hard. Yeah, and she says they're all gonna laugh at you just like they did, and she says. uh Mama ain't nobody gonna laugh as she throws her mom down with her powers on the mm-hmm. bed. And she, she hears Billy pull up. Mm-hmm. Well, her mama tries to get up again, and boom, she slams her mama down again with her powers. And it's funny because she tells her, she says, uh, <laughs> I'll ask you where, oh, I don't want you to get up or move until I leave this house. Well, she wasn't playing, boy. No, she, she knew exactly what she was doing. And uh, like you said, you said, oh, Carrie finally grown a set. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, hey, if I had powers like that, dude. Oh yeah. Bet. Oh, I'd be yeah. going to McDonald's and be like, I need uh all you cheeseburgers right now. What? <laughs> and I just make them start floating towards me. I, mean, I need this one, this one. <laughs> I don't need no stale cheeseburgers. But anyway. <laughs> so now she's going to the prom and they're in they're sitting in Tommy's car and Carrie's just talking about how nervous she is. And like I said, Tommy, man, he's really I thought he was one of the best characters in the movie. Because, yeah. you know, me and you both kept saying, man, is he playing her? Right. Because I could not remember if he's playing her or if he, if he was in on it. But, you know, he's just telling me, he's like, ain't nothing to be nervous about. Just calm down. We're going to go in here. We're going to have fun. Right. You know, and uh, he says, you got to go in with me. And she goes, I know. Just give me a minute. He goes, I can't go in there. And he goes, especially dancing. He goes, it looks stupid if I dance by myself. Kind of cuts her up, makes her laugh a little bit. And then he trying finally. To, trying to ease her down, you know. Just yeah. Just trying to get her more comfortable. He gets her out of the car, and they go. In. Now they're making their way into the prom, and it's showing everybody looking at her. And I, some faces that I looked at, I could see that okay. Some are like, "Oh, look, she really came." What a, you know, like yeah. make like, Norma was there laughing, but then there were some faces that I thought was like, 
wow, that's that's Carrie. Yeah, like, yeah she looks I, really it did good. seem kind of like that. And then later on, and you you get people's reaction to what happens. You see their face, mm-hmm. and some of the people were like legit concerned and terrified. You know, yeah. they're mortified that it actually happened to her. So there there were a couple of people that she had talked to that I thought were being genuine when they were talking to her. Right. And then there were others that, like, like normally, you could tell they were just being douches. Well, that was like one of the girls that was talking to Carrie when they were making her way through. She was, like, legit mm-hmm. trying to be friendly, and she was like, where did you get that beautiful prom dress? And she's like, I made this. You know? And she yeah. was like, you made it? Like, she was just, like, flabbergasted. Right. So, I mean, there there is legit good people to her. But, uh... Let me see here. Oh, okay. And anyway... So this is where Sue asks um, her family, like it shows what they're sitting at a dinner table. And Sue says, uh, what time is it? And I think it's her mom or dad says eight o'clock. She goes, okay. And she just gets up. She goes, where are you? They go, where are you going? She goes, I'm going out. Yeah. That's when you were like, oh, she was in on it. She's in on it the whole time, yeah, you know. That's why I was like, no. And. So it cuts back to the prom, and Carrie's sitting there, and she, like I said, looking looking good, looking beautiful. Well, Miss Collins comes up, and she looked good, too. And she sits down with Carrie, and she's just like, are you having a good time? And Carrie's like, yeah. And, you know, Miss Collins reflects on her prom that she went to, and she was like, cherish every moment of it. You know, pretty much. That's what yeah. she's saying in that shell. And she was proud of Carrie. She hugs Carrie. While she's hugging, Tommy comes up, and he's like, hey, whoa, what's going on over here? <laughs> you know? And... Even Miss Collins stands up and gives Tommy like a little embrace. Yeah. Because now she realizes, okay, this he's, is good he's for legit. He's he, being genuine. Yeah. yeah. And I like Tommy because he sits down. And he goes, "Now, uh, you ain't gonna be. Hug- I don't want to see you hugging no guys like that. You know, like you." <laughs> yeah. And she goes, "Oh, I won't." And he's asked her to dance, I think, twice, and mm-hmm. she says, "Not right now. I just kind of want to sit here." And he's like, "Okay." Well, then he's like, "Hey, after the prom, there's a they're meeting at some little." I don't know if it was a food thing or what. It wasn't, didn't sound like it was a... I couldn't remember where. I don't think it was a somebody's house or nothing. She's like, I've never been. So I think it was like a food yeah. place or something. Could have been a club. I don't know. And uh, he says, well, we'll go. And she goes, okay, I'll go. So he's all happy that she's agreeing to go. So Carrie's finally getting into the rhythm here. She's mm-hmm. finally getting comfortable around him. Now, finally, Tommy gets Carrie to go dance. And she don't want to do it, but he pick, But as he's you know picking her hand up to take her, she goes, I don't know how to dance. He goes, ah, oh, come on. They get out there on the floor, and he's showing her the proper way to dance. He's like, look, you're just as good as these other people. Mm-hmm. And he went in for a kiss. Yeah, he went to kiss her on the forehead, and she kind of jerked back. She jerked back and laid her head on his shoulder real quick. And she apologizes. And I, and But this right here was one of the most real scenes to me. because And the camera's panning them the whole time they're going around mm-hmm. When she laid her head down, it was his reaction, and she goes, "I'm sorry." He goes, "Hey, no harm, no foul, no, because mm-hmm. you would be that way." Yeah. It, them two right there fed off each other. Great. It, looked, it was a really good, as dizzying as it was with that camera spinning. Yes, that was a good scene because you really, you could really tell then that Tommy was being 100 percent genuine. Right, and the only thing that confused me though is like you know he finally did kiss her on the lips. Mm-hmm. What was that about? Because he's dating Sue. See. And I wondered that myself because I thought, was he actually dating Sue or was they just going to the prom together? You know, what was it? I don't, yeah, well, but he was at her house too, remember? They were doing homework. Yeah. I mean, and it, it could just be that, hey, they're cool friends, they were friends. Right. I don't know. And he could just, like, trying to be nice. Yeah, but I mean, but when he kisses her, her eyes just light up. Right. 
And it's like, okay, nothing's going to ruin this night for her now. Mm-hmm. But like I said, man, the whole time, it feel, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, this dude, is he in on this? Right. <laughs> man, I, I don't know. It, it, I got worried whenever Sue jumped up and she had to, she left the house at 8 o'clock. Yeah. So I was like, maybe she's in on it. Tommy just doesn't know. Right. Because I, I really felt like Tommy was being genuine the whole time. And then when Sue jumped up, I thought, oh, man. Well, after they kiss and, you know, they're just cutting up, the camera stays on them. And, dude, they're just spinning. And I even had to look away. Uh, that camera view got me sick. Like, yeah, it was... Because it started spinning fast. Yeah, and that's the same. I mean, not legit like, okay, I'm going to throw up, but like, it messed with me so bad, I looked away, and that's why I kind of looked over at you, and I was like, dude, what? And they, but they kept the shot going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, quit spinning the camera, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's weird how that kind of stuff does that mm-hmm. to you, don't it? So now it cuts to Tommy and Carrie, and they're sitting there at the table again, and Carrie notices her name and Tommy's name's on the ballot for Mr. and Mrs. Prom King and Queen. And she says, you know where on this? He goes, yeah. He goes, it's, it's stupid. He goes, uh, all you got to do is if you win, you just go up, like a, smile like an idiot and, look, and dance in front of everybody while they're looking at you. He goes, who wouldn't want to do it, you know? Yeah. And I think he pulls out the pencil. He's like, you ready to vote? And she goes, who should we vote for? And he goes, us. And she goes, no, she don't want to do it. She pulls the paper away right. real quick. And he's like, ah, come on. You know, he's just, like I said, they played it really well to where, man, you really like Tommy. You think Tommy's a good dude. But then again, in the back of your mind, you're like, he see, because he, he's kind of a little forceful. Yeah. So he makes her smile. She goes ahead and she signs the, uh, or she puts the X on their name. Well, then it cuts to a quick scene of her mom, and her mom's in the kitchen with a knife. Walks over, and there's a carrot sitting over there, and she turns the carrot, and she chops. And she chops. And then she chopped the carrot all the way well then there was nothing on the cutting board and she just keeps hitting the cutting board with the knife so we know okay mama's going loony mama's losing it now weird (laughs) so weird it cuts to now uh norma is going around wearing her little red ball cap Mm -hmm. she's going around collecting all the vouchers the ballots whatever you want to call them for who's going to win the mrs and mr king and queen of prom or whatever yeah and uh, Norma walks over, and there's Freddie, the one that helped get the pig's blood. And they start kissing, and you can hear him. He goes, "I'm," or he goes, "I'm dropping them behind your back, push them behind the, uh, push them away." So mm-hmm. she pushed them underneath the little like, stage. And as they're kissing, she puts she puts her hand in his uh, coat, inside of his coat, and pulls out the fake vouchers that they already had rigged up. Right. So they played it. They did play it slick. I will say that you know. So now we see that Billy and Chris are at the prom, and they're getting everything set up. They're under the stage. Yes. It's weird. And Chris is holding the rope that's connected to the bucket to drop the bucket. And what do you know? Tommy and Car- uh, Carrie win the ballot. They win. They Yay. are they are now Mr. and Mrs. King and Queen of the prom. They get up, and they're starting to make their way toward the stage. And this whole time, Chris can see... You know, the bad chick. She can see them making their way. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, she's ready for this crap. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, Sue, they played it really well because it shows them too, but then Sue is on the side of the thing. And that's when you said, oh. She is in on it because she came, she came up running from behind the stage and run right to the corner, right where that rope was going up. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, she's in on it because she's right by the rope. But she looked out and she seen him walking to the stage. She started to smile. So I thought, man, she's in on it. Yeah. And then, 
after they you know get on stage and they're on stage and she's getting the the flowers and they're getting the crown and all that kind of stuff. She's smiling. Yeah. And then she looks and she sees the rope. Mm-hmm. So she follows the rope all the way up and sees the bucket. And then she gets this like mortified look on her face. Right. So that's when I thought she had nothing to do with it. It's mortified look and it's also curious. What is yeah, that? Well, what's going on? I thought they played this very good. Yes, it drug out, but I liked it. Because they're all clapping. They, they, they give Carrie the rose... Uh, the, or the uh, flowers. Yeah. She's smiling. She's got tears in her eyes. And even Tommy's having a good time. Mm-hmm. But you can't hear anything. You just hear the music and you see Sue walk around the stage and she's eyeballing this rope. She's following it. And we see Miss Collins and she's clapping. She's proud. She's even tearing up. Yep. Well, she happens to look over and she sees Sue come around the stage. And she's just eyeballing her. The music's getting a little tense, you know. And Sue realizes... You can see the outline where the lights were hitting the stage. You can see the outlines of uh, Chris's shadow holding the rope. So she looks under the stage and she sees Chris and Billy underneath the Mm -hmm. stage. And she's like, oh, God. While she's trying to stop it, Miss Collins comes over there and grabs a hold of uh, Sue. She don't know what's going on. Sue's trying to explain what's going on. And it's funny because Tommy sees this happening too, and Tommy just laughs and shakes his head like, yeah. "You crazy girl!" Like you know, he don't think nothing about it. Right. And then the next thing you know, she they shove Chris or the, not Chris, they shove Sue out the door, and they shut the thing. She's like, "I gotta get back in," you know what I'm saying? Well, finally, as they're all now they're back to clapping for Carrie. Chris lets go of the rope, and the pig's blood just comes all down on Carrie. And all hell's fixing to break loose. This is when the actual horror aspect of the movie starts. Right. And up until this point, it's been a drama. Yeah. And as soon as it happens, you can, like I said, you can't hear what they're saying, but you can tell one, Tommy's pissed. And he looks over and he goes, what the hell is that? Yeah. Like he, he's upset. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the bucket falls. And smacks Tommy in the back of the head, and he falls out. So now he's either he's knocked out, is what he is. Yeah. And this whole time, Carrie is like she's mortified. She's trying to see. She's hearing her voice where her mom had said before, "They're all gonna laugh at you," and they're just, she's just hearing that. But you gotta that. do it. And then okay, come on, they're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> The whole time. And then you see Carrie, and it like her vision is like this kaleidoscope look, mm-hmm. and she's looking over the crowd, and everybody she's looking at is laughing. Yeah. Granted, they're not actually laughing, but this is what she's seeing because of what her mom said. Yeah, because I because it showed Miss Collins laughing. I was like, is she yeah. laughing too? Right. You know. So she's going and she's seeing all these people laughing. So she's thinking everybody's making fun of her. Right. And like I said, when the bucket falls, now Tommy's body's laying in front of her, and he's knocked out. And she gets this wide-eyed. It's about to go down. And as everybody's running. We see Chris and Billy actually come out of from under the stage, and they take off. And they actually get outside of the door. They get outside, outside of the, the door. As soon as they walk outside the door is when Carrie starts shutting the doors. Right. So they barely make it out the door before she slams that door shut. And like Norma, she's flipping out. I do love the split screen because, you yeah. know, Carrie busted all the lights, but the, light, uh, the lights went red. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's her acting again, man. Her look. For me, what made this entire scene 
was the look on her face. Oh, yeah. Her, because she's always... Her movement, too. Through the whole movie, she's been this shy person. She's kind of reserved. Well, she's finally had enough. She gets this wide-eyed look on her face, and it's just like, if pissed off had a look, <laughs> it's Carrie at this moment. And I don't even think she ever blinked. Like it just I don't remember seeing her, but in her hands... Like, her posture was kind of like, I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. But her hands, she had her, her hands were all, like, her fingers were sprawled right. out. And she was just kind of tensed up. Man. I loved her movement, like, the way she'd whip her head mm-hmm. and stuff. And so we see, like, the water hose, which is, I mean, it shoots out really I, strong. It's a high pressure brain. hose, yeah. Right. She's squirting everybody down. They're all falling. People's trying to get out the door. She's squashing them with the doors, the windows, everything she can do. She's... I mean, she's brutally getting well, these people. But the okay. principal goes on stage with another guy, and they're holding on to the microphone. So she sprays this water hose over near the microphone and ends up electrocuting them two. And Miss uh, Collins is holding Billy. Yeah. Or not Billy, I'm sorry, Tommy. Tommy. And so we don't know, okay, he's just knocked out is all we know. Yeah. Well, now we see Miss Collins and, like, maybe three or four of the people are carrying Tommy, mm-hmm. trying to get him out of the gym. Right. And this is the part right here. I was like, dadgummit. Is Miss Collins is like, Carrie. Like, she's crying. And this big old thing breaks from the ceiling. Squashes Miss Collins. And squashes her right, I mean, almost like right in half. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, the only one that treated you right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you repay her. Mm-hmm. But anyway, now she sets the entire thing on fire. The whole gymnasium is on fire. And Carrie just makes her way out. Mm-hmm. And the way she walks too, like yeah. she's stalking. I like that. But she gets out of the um, the gymnasium. She's walking, and you can see the flames behind her. Well, it kind of fades off, and it comes back, and you can see the fire trucks going. And she's still walking around this bloody yeah. outfit. Well, as the fire trucks go by, we see headlights coming up behind her, mm-hmm. and of course, it's. Chris is driving, and Billy's in the passenger seat, and he's got he's wet again. Looks like he's been drinking. His whole face and lips, and everything. He's just like he pours it on his lip or his head, and just lets it fall down. Yeah, I'll catch some of it. Some, some of it will go in my mouth. <laughs> and they're fixing. I do wish this would have been a more detailed death scene because it built it up. But there's Chris is speeding, and she's about to run over Carrie, and then Carrie spin turns around and just flips the car over. Yep. And flips it over a couple times, and then it just busts in flame. So now we know, okay, Chris and Billy, they dead. They did. I tell you, he did. I tell you, he did. Now Carrie's back at home. And when she walks in, there's like thousands of candles or hundreds of candles lit all through the entire house. <clears throat> she can, she's, The mama's even got candles sitting on her bed. Two candles right in the middle of the bed. Johnny looks at me, he's like, that's a fire hazard. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. much. That whole house is ready to go up. So Carrie goes up to her room, and as she's walking into the bathroom, you can see behind the door, just a real quick clip, her mom's just standing there. It was so creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. It was so freaky. And she turns the water on to get in the tub. Remember, I was like... <laughs> he was like, I had to took a shower. Yeah, I ain't getting on that <laughs> tub with all that blood on me. But she takes a shower, or t- takes a bath, and she's crying, you know, because it's just totally upset. Well, she gets out, and she's in her nightgown, and she's like, Mama? She comes out, and here comes her mama around the the same door. She stood behind that door the whole time she took a bath. Yep. And she's like, uh, they all laughed at me, Mama. And they just embrace, mm-hmm. and she's crying. And 
her mama falls down to like, I guess like her knees. And she's like, will you hold me, mama? I just want you to hold me. Is all she's wanting her to do. And her mom finally tells her, she's like, I should have got, what'd she say? Uh, I should have killed you. I should have gave you to God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That night, she talks about, she yeah. finally talks about how when her and her husband got together, they didn't mess around, do anything. And then one night, he was looking at her with lust in his eyes. And they got down on their knees and they were praying. But she said she smelled the whiskey on his breath. And he he took, a, he didn't take advantage of her because it was his wife. But, you know, he, she said they did it. She said, but she liked it. She said she liked the smell of the whiskey, all that stuff. So she's admitting that she's sin too. Well, that's her point of view, sin. You know, they were married and everything. Right. And uh, she says, let's pray. And Carrie goes, okay, mama. And she gets down and she says, let's pray for the last time. For the last time. And I thought, what's going on here? So as, the, as she's holding Carrie, embracing her, she leans over and she pulls that knife out. She was hitting the cu- uh, chopboard with and I don't know where she got her. I don't know it's, if she's... It's in the back, like in the lower part of her back. Did she stab her or just cut her or what? No, she stabbed her. But she stabs Carrie. Carrie falls down uh, the steps into the living room. Well, now she's backing up and going into the kitchen and her mama comes down. Her mom's just doing this creepy smile. And she does the sign of the cross with the knife in her hand. Yeah, that was weird. And she's following Carrie and Carrie kind of gets back into this corner and... Finally, her mama just raised that knife up, and she's like, you're done. I'm going to give you back to God, you know, and this and that. And sure enough, Carrie starts using her mind uh, power she has, and it's like a knife goes into her arm, and she sticks to the wall. Well, then what all else was it? Like bottle opener? There was a bottle opener. I'm pretty sure one of them was a potato pillar. Yeah, I mean, all these stuff starts sticking in her. Yeah. And the way she does, she's just like, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> but it was like, once again, it looked like she was enjoying it. Yeah. But this part right here, Carrie's reaction: she covers her ears, and her eyes are so freaking big. And she looks over at her mom. She looks away. She looks horrified, and she's hurt because she don't want to see it. I thought a lot of Sissy Spacex acting in this one. Was body language and facial expression. Right. That was a lot of her. Now, I mean, when she did talk, she did a good job. But I think, for me, that's what sold it on her acting. And I thought, um, it's all, I just wonder if she had, if all that hadn't went down, if she would have turned into her mom. Because now she was done. She was like, everybody laughed at me. They yeah. don't care. See, I don't know. I think, I don't think she would, I don't think she would turn into her mom the way her mom was like, nutty. But I, th- I she was definitely done with dealing with people's bullcrap. So her, her mom's dead, and when her when her mom drops her head, the camera pans back, and you realize her body is laid out just like that little doll that she had in her prayer closet. That I was like, that's not Jesus. Yeah. And the hair was the same way. Her eyes were bugged out, and every every spot that Carrie threw the knives or anything in her, that's how what was yeah. in the doll. So that was that was cool. I like that. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden you start hearing something upstairs, and when I first seen it, I was like, "Is that the devil? What is that?" You know. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. It sounded like somebody was running around upstairs. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing it's Carrie using her power. I don't honestly. I don't know. Cause that's the only thing that makes sense to me is Carrie, cause she she puts her hands down, she looks at her mom, she screams real loud, 
She pulls the knife out of one of her arms and she just kind of holds her mom there for a second. And then she hears that noise. She looks up and then all of a sudden you see the ceiling start caving in. So I'm thinking it's Carrie doing it, but she's terrified to death. That's the only thing that makes sense. So she grabs her mom and she's just screaming. And she pulls her mom's body into the prayer closet. Mm-hmm. And the house is just falling in on it. And we see Carrie die. We see her head just go back. She's got blood coming out of her mouth. Yep. I'm thinking it was Carrie saying this is being put to rest. Right. And she, it's almost like she, she was so upset that she couldn't control her power anymore. Mm-hmm. Or if you wanted to see it another way, it was it could have been like maybe the devil was really in the house taking care of stuff. Right. You don't trying, know. Trying to finally take them. Right. So anyway, the house just fades off. It just burns, falls down, everything, and we know that Carrie and her mom are dead. Well, it goes back to now, you know, because it, it, it fades to black, and then when it comes back, it's the next morning, and it's at Sue's house. And Sue's laying in bed, and you can hear her mom on the phone. Her mom gets up and goes, gets on the phone, and you can hear her talking. She goes, no, I didn't, let anybody, I didn't let her go to anybody's funeral. She goes, Tommy's gone. All this. And I'm like, oh, so they Tommy did Tommy. die. So think, the entire class died. I think so. And we're seeing Sue, though. She's going to Carrie's house in a white... It almost looks like a nightgown, but I guess you can tell like it's a dress. Yeah. And she's got her, she's got a big old thing of flowers, and she's going, well, there's where the house used to be, and where the for sale sign is, it looks like a cross. Mm-hmm. And written on it, it says, uh, Carrie, Carrie White burns in hell. And it's got a, the S on burns, makes a little arrow down the bottom of the cross, and it has like an arrow pointing down. Right. Right where the house was. And Sue walks over, and when, as she goes, and it's got some, you know, this little beautiful music going. As Sue lays the flowers down, Carrie's hand comes up and grabs a hold of her. Well, boom, she wakes up. Sue wakes up out of this nightmare. She's flipping out. Mm-hmm. Her mom's holding her. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And Sue is just traumatized. Ken, I mean, because all of her classmates, all the guys she liked, all the girl, friends she had, they're all dead. Then it fades off, and credits roll. And that is the end of Carrie. And I'm going to say this, and this is going to sound corny as crap. This is one of the only horror films, or any films, dude, I felt so bad for Carrie at the end because I'm like, she was misunderstood, she was bullied, and she died at the end of it. Yeah. I hate that. <clears throat> like, I, I I wanted her to have a happy ending. Yeah. Of course, probably if I'd have read the book, I'd have known what was going to happen. Well... I, I I was reading on there that actually the end of the movie was different than the end of the novel. But, and then Stephen King had said that he liked the end of the movie better than the end of the novel. Well, I just hated the fact that she got one good night, you and know. ruined. That was ruined. She was misunderstood. She was actually a sweet girl. Yeah. And I just hate the fact that, I don't know if she took her own life. But she, I hate that she died. There was not a happy ending. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. That, I ain't gonna lie. That is a kind of a downer for me at the end of the movie. So. I, I don't mind the end of the movie. I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I wish he didn't die. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I really don't know how you would follow up on that. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean you don't have to have a sequel or nothing if you know, the main person lives or whatever. But usually, if the majority of the main people are still alive at the end of the movie, you're thinking, okay, there's going to be a sequel. But there wasn't nobody alive. There wasn't nobody alive. But I just wish it could have ended like with her leaving or going to a new town. Something, yeah. you know. But, I mean, 
Because it did. That that part always bums me out. Because like I said, I mean, it's just, I'm like, man. Because she was a sweet chick until they pissed her off. <laughs> yeah, but how do you play that, though? After you kill a whole school, she'd be, you know. They'd oh, be yeah. They'd, she'd been in the same But I still feel like she took herself out. She took her and her mom out. I can, I can see that. Where she was like, I'm done with it. Yeah. And she, she was so heartbroken that she had to just kill her own mom. She just. Yeah. And she was probably dying, too, from the night. Because she died before the house even mm-hmm. fell on her. So that's it. That's Carrie, baby. That Carrie. Yes. And I enjoyed the film, man. I did. I liked it. I did. After the movie, after we finished watching the movie, I told you, I was like, that wasn't a horror movie. The last 10, 15 minutes of it was a horror part of it. But right. At the, as soon as I got done watching it, I told you, I was like, I don't know about it, man. I really wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. But then, like I told you, I said, I have to remember these older movies. Mm-hmm. We're watching... This movie was made in 76. Yeah. So that's what, 50 years ago? I mean, that's a long that's time ago. 40. 40 something years ago. So, I mean, I have to take that into consideration. No, I'm not changing my vote on Black Christmas because that movie was terrible. But, like, something like this, mm-hmm. I have to take that into consideration. So, while looking at it now in 21, I'm like, uh, you know, but thinking about it, thinking more of the way the acting was, especially with Sissy Spacek. It's. It ended up. The more we talked it over, the more I was like, you know what? It really was a decent movie. Well, here's what here's what we got going on. Thanks to one of our listeners. Yes, and we and now we have told y'all since day one, and I know we're not a great big podcast. We do this for fun, just because we love it, mm-hmm. and we and we appreciate everyone who does listen to our episodes. Absolutely. But there is a certain dude out there that listens to every single episode that we have. Unless he hasn't seen the movie because he don't want it ruined for him. 1408. Yes. But, you know, we we used to do the five-star rating, and then we went to the ten-star. And we told y'all, if y'all have any suggestions, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And just tell us, hey, what you think about the podcast or if there's something you'd like to change. Well, one of our listeners said that he was disappointed with our 13 ghosts. Not the episode, but the rating, because we kept building up how much we liked the film. And then he was like, how are you going to give it a 6.5? He said he wouldn't even watch it if you know if I recommended it. And I said, well, that's a 6.5 out of 10. He was like, no. He said, you gave it a D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I, he, you know, he's telling me this. So, he suggested doing a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. You know, you recommend it anytime. Yes, definitely watch the movie anytime. Thumbs in the middle will be like, ah, it's a one-timer. Or thumbs down, don't watch it at all. So me and Randy have finally got together. And what we're going to do is start giving you a thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, thumbs down. And we're going, we're not going to do the 10 stars, 5 stars anymore. We're going to give it a grade. Each film's going to get a grade. It's going to be either an A or an A+. B, B+, C, C+, D, D+, or a fat F. Big F. And we will call it forever the Pull'em Scale. Yes, the pulling scale. Because David Pullen, listener, since we started, he was the one that recommended this. So, anyway, we're going to get this going. Do you want to do your first? Yeah. Or my, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll do mine first. So, we'll do the thumb first, and then you give it the grade. <clears throat> so, my, I'm definitely going to recommend it, but for me, it's a one-time recommendation. So, thumbs in the middle. I'm going to put it thumbs in the middle. Um... I, I it, it, mainly because it's such an iconic movie. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those that everybody needs to watch at least one time, especially if you're a fan of Stephen King, if you're a fan of the horror genre, even though I think this was more of a drama um, than an actual horror movie. Um, I do. Re- I would recommend... I would recommend people watching it at least one time just so you can get that vibe for it. And if you've read the book, I, I don't know how the book is compared to the movie. So if you've read the book, you're probably better off because usually the books are better than the movies just because you can visualize everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do recommend I do recommend watching it at least one time. So my grade, and I, I at first I really struggled with the grade and I thought, man, what am I going to do with it? And because, like I said, I have to... Take into consideration that it was in 76. It, it was a good movie. Um, I, I, there were a, there were a bunch of things in it that I thought, yeah, the music for me, mm-hmm. like, I didn't even realize, but the name of the high school was Bates, and it was actually a thing to Norman Bates. It was like right a on. dedication to Norman Bates. And we were talking about the psycho, uh, psycho theme yeah. that was in it. That was part of it, too. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but the music for me was a negative for the, for a big part of it. Not necessarily for the way the music played, but or the, the type of music that was played, but with the way it was brought into the, the film. Because mm-hmm. there were certain parts where somebody was talking, they weren't really talking loud, and the music came in, you couldn't really hear what they were saying. Right. So I, I'm, I'm giving it a negative on the, on the sound, on the music, just because of that, not, not the score itself. Um, but for me, my grade, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a B. A B. I'm going to give it a B. A solid B. Just because, like I said, it's one of those movies that definitely recommend you watch at least one time. Um, there were certain things in it. For me, the biggest positives that, that give it the biggest boost in the grade is Sissy Spacek, Sissy Spacek and her acting. Oh, yeah. Not just you know the voice acting and on camera, her visuals, like her body language, her facial expressions, especially at the end of it. That's what, to me, that was the one of the best parts. So just to, just to clarify it, Freddy vs. Jason was going to get an A-plus from you because you gave it a yeah. 10. So, see, bam! Yeah. Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason was going to get an A-plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always got to throw that back in his face because it's a great movie. I need to rewatch it now. No, you don't. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> okay. I recommend a thumbs up. I enjoyed the film. It's a classic. It is. Uh, it, don't get me wrong. I couldn't watch it all the time like I do certain films, but I will watch it again. I did enjoy it. Uh, I actually hate the fact that it took me this many years to watch it again. Because, I mean, I watched it when I was a teenager. But, you know, that's like Poltergeist. Everybody loves the original. I, to me, my mom watched it all the time. It just kind of wore out for me, and I didn't care for it anymore. I ain't seen that in years either. But I give it a thumbs up. I like Carrie. I thought it was. I thought the acting was good in the film. A lot of the characters was relatable. Uh, the ones that you were supposed to hate, you really did. I mean, they just did a good job. Uh, as far as grade, I'm going to give it an A. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, just for the simple fact that <clears throat> it was back in 1976, they didn't have to use CGI. Mm-hmm. They worked hard on it. Like I said, I thought the cast was good. The acting was really good. I even liked... I did like the music. That I did. I even wrote that down in my notes. I did like the music. If there was anything negative to me... And I liked the camera work. I'm sorry. The camera work I liked. 
See, there were certain camera shots that I didn't care for. Well, I didn't like the spinning thing, but that was it. Yeah. But uh, the the negative thing I would say was probably the death uh, the death scene of her of the mom, the way she acted. I would say just the simple fact that the, the ending. I know that's an iconic ending, but man, it just bummed me out every time yeah. I see it. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the movie an A. See, and then another one of the negatives I have is I felt like it jumped around to unnecessary plots and then come back to the main. Oh plot. yeah, you said that. I yeah, that. there was there were scenes where I didn't really the scene where it, it cut to her mom in the kitchen walking around and then chopping. I was like, what was that about? Other than to just show her mom was going crazy. Yeah. What, what was that about? And then I thought about it, and I was like, "Well, it's showing the knife." Yeah. So maybe that was the indication that the knife was going to take a, you know, play a bigger part in it or something right. like that. But yeah, there were just certain parts where it would cut away and then cut back and then cut away, and I'm like, "Why did you do that?" You know, what was that about? Right. So, so that's it. That is our review of Carrie. Oh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed the episode. Um, like always, y'all, you know where you can find us now: Anchor, Spotify. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, anywhere you can get your podcast available, we're there. And please tell your friends, family, whoever is a horror fan or a podcast fan, just to hear people's review on movies, let, uh, spread the word, let them know. And as always, we're on Facebook and Instagram as um, a Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And on Twitter, we are Small T Horror Pod. That's our name. That's the only one I could get. <laughs> so, anyway, with that being said, uh, the next next episode is going to be featuring Prom Night, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, the Scream Queen. Scream Queen. Yeah, so. Anything with Jamie Lee Curtis in it's got to be good, right? And I, I think I said this last time in the podcast that I've never seen Prom Night. Uh, I'm, and I. To be honest with you, I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. Yeah. Because, like I said, some of these movies I just haven't watched in years. So, it may be a first time for me, too. Once it gets going, I'll I'll figure it out. But yeah. should be a good one, though. Yes. I'm excited. Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm oh, yeah. So, that being said, our, uh, our pulling. The pulling scale has the been pulling introduced. Scale. Yes. So on the Carrie episode. That is how, that's how we're going to do it. So, yes. As always, you guys stay scared. Stay spooky.